There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. Happy Thursday. Hello, hello. I hope that Trey makes it through. He's like literally hawking up a lung over here. I got this. I I got some good lemon honey tea from the wonderful Beefy Marketing Team. I gave you lemon honey tea. Lemon honey tea is really good for soothing a throat, a itchy, scratchy throat. I thought you could promote that. So today we're going to talk about 20 ways to reduce holiday stress. So by the time this episode comes out, there should be only a few weeks left before Christmas, I'm sure. Right? There's ways to reduce stress during the holidays? There are some ways to reduce stress. So we've got a lot of them. There's 20 ways. And the first 10... (laughs) That sounds stressful. (laughs) The the first 10 are going to go a little bit slower because we can chat a little bit. And then the next 10, I can just pretty much list them. So, all right. Number one, talk to someone and let it out. If you are (laughs) feeling emotions come up, Maybe it's from losing a loved one. Maybe it is just dreading the family time. Maybe it's the anxiety of being around friends and coworkers in a social environment. If you need to talk about it, go talk about it. When in doubt, talk it out. That's right. Wasn't that a phrase? But think about it though. There's a lot of people who have lost a loved one these past couple of years, and this may be their first holiday time. This may be their first Christmas, their first Thanksgiving, or any of the other holidays like Kwanzaa or... We don't really need to go I, into all the holidays. Okay. I holidays was trying to be... in plural of all of them. I was trying to be inclusive. Okay. But seriously though, I mean, I have one friend that I can think of right now that lost her husband this summer, and this is the first time for them to have Christmas and Thanksgiving without him. And I'm like, my heart just bleeds for her. And I hope that she is able to talk to someone. And I think she is. So the second thing would be make healthy choices. When you go, okay, I'm going to tell you how I handle this. And then Trey can tell you. We just took out like 10 pounds of candy out of the kid's room from Halloween. Yeah. Well, I can tell you how I handle this and Trey can tell you how he handles this. When you go to a Christmas party or when I go to a Christmas party, I always scope out the healthy food first and I try to fill up on that 
as much as possible. I try to go for the lean meats or the vegetable tray, fruit tray first before I have anything else. That way, basically, I'm kind of crowding out before adding on any of the other stuff like, you know, if I'm the cheese tray, I mean, I love cheese. I don't eat cheese really ever. So if I'm at an event, you know, it's kind of like for me eating cheese or crackers is my cheat because I can't eat the sugar. Y'all know that. But crowd it out with some of your healthy foods. And another tip is that when you go to an event where you're supposed to bring your own food, I usually bring a salad with some sort of lean protein on the side. That way, if there was nothing else that I could eat, at least I know that I could eat the salad and the lean meat. What do you do, Trey? Well, I think that you having a plan is amazing. I think I'd probably start with maybe figuring out my plan because I just show up and go figure it out. You don't have a plan at all? No, I look at all the food. I eat what I like and enjoy my dinner. I think one of the big places where people can easily get themselves messed up is when they go to a party, the first thing they grab is the cookie or the brownie. And you're putting that on an empty stomach and instantly your blood sugar you know, spikes and then it drops. And that's where some of the challenges come in. So you're just basically making your healthy food choices first. Like you're treating yourself like a kid. You're going to eat your healthy stuff It depends on what it is. Like at ADT, it's all like buffet style. Yeah. So you go in, you start with the first plate and you kind of make a little run through. You kind of do a drive-by, kind of see what's there. And then you go and get your goods. Well, but you know what? For a lot of people, it's the opposite. If you take a little kid to a buffet, they're going to go grab the dessert first until you tell them, no, you got to eat your healthy food first. Oh, I scope out the dessert. But okay. I like the prize at the end. Number three, self-care. You got to make time to carve it out. And you you may be thinking, when? (laughs) Well, when you feel like you don't have time for self-care, that's when you need it the most. If you're thinking, I do not have time to sit down for five minutes and meditate. I don't have time. That is whenever <laughs> That's when you, you need, to make need it the most. <laughs> so 10 to 20 minutes of excusing yourself from a stressful situation or your to-do list or whatever it is, is incredibly beneficial. And that may mean that you just go sit in your car because it's silent in there. That may mean that you go lay in bed, you go for a little walk to the mailbox and back or something. There's a lady at the office that I saw coming from her car at lunch and I was like, hey, how's your day? She goes, oh, it's great. I just took a 20 minute nap in my car. And I was like, she goes, that's how I recharge. Yeah. That's so cool. It is. And you got to find what your self-care, a lot of people think, okay, self-care. All right. I'm going to go get my nails done and I'm going to get my hair done or I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go out to lunch with friends. Those are good things, but you still have to have the little, it's the little parts of the self-care that are going to be the most beneficial. Okay. That brings me to the next point. Number four, meditation. So meditation helps you keep calm. It keeps you present. It helps your brain stay energized and oxygenated. So meditation can be, like I said before, with self-care going and laying in your bed for 20 minutes or sitting in your car for 20 minutes, focusing on your breathing. It's called breath work. I need things for me personally that are more like games in a sense so I can play them and I don't look at it as work. So with the breath work, it's these two and three minute. You have these different icons on there that you can look at. And one of them's like a, a monkey with his belly going up and down. One of them's a timer and one That's of them's a... weird. Well, you know... You, Why would I want to look at a monkey if I'm trying to meditate? It's not necessarily... There's different types of meditation. This is just breath work. Okay. So you can... You don't have to look at the monkey. Why are you making it weird about the monkey? 
So you look at the monkey because then that's going to cue your breathing is basically what it is. It's you follow the monkey's belly. You're not really oh, looking at okay. them. You're not like having it's a okay. gazing moment you know in the what? monkey's eyes. It's some, just, you some know. people need to have pictures. In <laughs> their looking at the monkey's belly. I don't know. Some that's people need weird. to have pictures in their books. I get it. I get it. You need to have uh, a picture in your book. That's fine. Don't make fun of my monkey. <laughs> I wanted to teach you a quick little breathing exercise. <laughs> this is Dr. Wiles' 478 breath. And basically what it is, is you first put your tongue in a yoga tongue position. That means you take the tip of your tongue and you place it on the back of your teeth where your teeth meet the gums. Okay. So the tip of your tongue goes behind your teeth, put that there, and then you breathe in through your nose for four counts You go inhale, hold eight or seven counts. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through the mouth. Good. Go again. Inhale. I don't want to do it in front of the microphone. Do, do it. And no, stop. Put your tongue where it goes. Okay. Now breathe through your nose. Inhale. Four, three, two, one. Hold. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth. Inhale, four. How many times are you doing this? I'm not looking at my monkey. I'm just showing you so that you can be the example of the breath. They could hear that in the mic because then the people on the listener end will do it at the same time as you. What if they're just like me and they need a monkey? Okay. You know what? That joke is dominance. It's over. <laughs> it's over. So I even got it for our audience. You're going to go through that four times. So four times you breathe in through the nose, hold for seven counts, Exhale through the mouth forcefully by piercing your lips out. Exhale through the mouth for eight counts. Then you go back in for four counts, hold seven counts, exhale for eight counts. You do that four cycles. You can do that two to three times a day. You don't want to go more than four cycles through because then you might get a little dizzy, but this is incredible what it does. The oxygenation that it creates in your body is amazing. It's one of my favorite, favorite breaths. When do you do it? Three times a day, morning, noon, night. Okay. If you can only do it one time a day, do it one time a day. Number five, affirmations. All right. You're doing a great job. Thank you, Trey. Affirmations. You can recite affirmations really anytime, but it's really great to do before the event because affirmations, those words that you say out loud and that you think out loud have emotion to it. And that emotion creates a different energy in your body. So, how do you find an affirmation? Well, here's a few ideas. Let's say you wrote down your issue and the issue is I get anxious and quiet when I'm at parties. I can't really speak and I stand in the corner and I really just want to suck my thumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you get anxious and you get quiet. Well, what is the exact opposite of that? Someone who's confident and they're calm and they're outgoing. Well, that could be your affirmation statement. I am confident, calm, and outgoing. And not sucking your thumb. So you don't want to have a negative in your affirmation statement. So you wouldn't say not. You would say I am. You would say what you are, not what you're not. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're in the car before you go into a party and I am confident, calm, and outgoing. I am confident, calm, and outgoing. Hey, guess what? You might not believe it at first. You might not. And that's okay. It takes a while for your body to start saying, hey, I believe this now. We're all on board here. I mean, if you had a teacher that spoke life over you when you were a kid, at first you may not have believed her. 
but she kept saying these words to you over and over. Eventually you believed it and it may have changed your life, regardless of what your parents said. If your parents, maybe your parents were really mean and they didn't give you nice words, but your teacher gave you the opposite of that. And you decided, Hey, I'm going to run with that. At first you might not have believed them, but then you would have kept on going and hopefully changed your life. Here's another idea. Can I say a joke without being disrespectful to your affirmations? What, Trey? Well, it just reminds me of Pat off Saturday Night Live. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. That is your affirmation? That's Pat's affirmation. Okay. Sounds like it's your affirmation too. You knew that really well. Well, it's gotten me through all my parties, so I'm not in the corner sucking my thumb. There you go. Okay, here's another issue. I feel depressed and negative around family and friends during the holidays. Well, what's the other side of that? The other side of that would be something like, wait a second. I am joyful and a positive person. And you could upgrade that, make that even shorter. I am joyful and positive. I am joyful and positive. I am joyful and positive. You say that, say it over and over and over. Or how about this? Anxious. When you're anxious, the energy that's happening with your body is actually the same energy that happens when you're excited. So if you start to feel the anxiety coming along, you feel the physical effects of it happening, maybe the butterflies in the stomach or the heart racing. Okay. You're starting to feel a little anxious. You can say, I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. So you say, I am excited. I'm excited. So you're identifying now that feeling as being excited? Yes. Okay. Yes. So your body does not know the difference of being anxious or excited. It's literally the same energy. Think about it. When you are so excited about something, your heart's racing, you got butterflies in your stomach. It's the same energy. So just change the words because if you were to go, you start to feel the anxiousness and then you said, oh my gosh, I'm having anxiety. I'm anxious. I'm having anxiety. It's going to take you- into panic. You're going to go into a panic. Yep. Okay. So number six, be active. Movement helps with stress and anxiety. It also boosts your energy and it's a great way to work off those treats. Even just a walk around the block will do amazing things. And something else that's really cool is the walking in the cold. And that actually, if you've ever gone out walking, you just get a little pep in your step when it's cold. Tell me about the cold, the cold showers. We were talking about that. I think his name's Wim Hof. Remember Jason was telling me about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Jason. Um, It has something to do with the, what's that gland right here? The, not the gland, the nerve. The vagus nerve? The vagus nerve. There you go. It's supposed to like open it up and listen, you're going to have me butcher this and I'll probably say everything wrong, but there's something to do with being an extremely cold environment to where you learn how to breathe through that to relax your body. And it actually has this self-healing ability to it. And there's been so much research and so many things out on it that it's supposed to be amazing. Now, do they do showers or baths? You can start out either way. I mean, when we, (laughs) it was pretty crazy story in Pinehurst when we got in the shower, we were all Never mind. Um, what was going on in Pinehurst? You all the, the got water in the was out, the water was out at a hotel, so we had to take showers in the Pinehurst locker room where all the professional yeah. golfers go. Yeah, and so we were in the shower, and Jason was like, "Just try it, man." Was it a group shower? There was four showers in there. They all had curtains and everything, but you could hear and see each other. And say, like, "Just try it." And so I turned the water on cold, and I'm like. Oh God. Oh God. And he's like, just hold on. Just hold tight. You can get through it. And just hearing him coaching me through a weird experience in the shower with 
men and everybody that wasn't knowledgeable of what was going on could have thought something else was going on, and it was just a really funny moment. That is really funny. That's all I got. Yeah, that's interesting. Have you ever thought about doing the cold shower technique? How did we get on cold showers? We got on cold showers because of number six. I did do it. It was one of those things where it was horrible when you were going through it, but as soon as it was done, that 45 seconds and then turning the warm water back on, I felt it in my diaphragm. I felt an amazing surge of just energy. I felt this almost clarity. And then the rest of, I don't know, the next two or three hours I was on a high. Well, that's what Misty was talking about with me. She was saying that she listens to another podcast, hot to find out who it is, but basically his wife died because of suicide, I believe. And she suffered from severe depression. And he basically was on a life mission to try to help people get over depression naturally. And one of the things that he promotes is taking ice cold showers. Anxiety, depression, the disease. I mean, it just helps to rid your body of inflammation. So it functions. So why don't you do that? He sent me something the other day, a video I need to look at. His wife, Scarlett, is going to get certified. Yeah. Wow. They've been doing it for several months and he said everything is better. And when I say everything, he says everything is better. Oh, like what? Well, I mean, everything is everything, right? You mean sexual intercourse? Well, that would fall under the category of everything, but you know. I like to make things awkward. Okay. The number seven, say no. Just say no. Say No. I'm talking about (laughs) say yes. To sex. Say yes to things that are most important to you when it comes to events. But if saying yes instantly creates a stress within you and a deep dread and anxiety that is not necessarily a good one, You have to sit with that for a moment and say, okay, is this my best yes? Is this a yes like yes, emphatically yes, I'm excited. Okay, maybe I'm a little bit nervous or anxious, but I'm excited. Like this is good. This is good. Then yes. But if it's a no, like you're dreading it and it's going to really affect your family, it's not worth it. Just say no. Call the person back. Be real and say, hey, listen, I'm a yes person and I always love opportunities that people give me, but it's really just not the best for me. And I just don't think I could handle it. I don't do well with so much on my plate and I just, I can't do it. I'm sorry. And don't feel bad about it because you're being honest. I struggle with that. I'm a yes guy. I like to do everything sounds fun. I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. And I'm like, oh. Probably shouldn't have committed to all of that. But that's a way to get out of it. Not get out of it, but to be honest and real through it. Yeah. My director at our homeschool campus said, hey, did you want to volunteer next year to be a teacher or to be a tutor at the campus? And so then that would mean I'm prepping. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm way too ADHD for that. And I'd probably always be late. And then I would procrastinate and forget that I was supposed to teach the next day. And you probably wouldn't be able to rely on me really well because I'm really kind of all over the page. And I got way too much crap going on. This is what you told her? Yeah, I told her that. And she <laughs> she laughed and she goes, okay, thank you for your honesty. I said, thanks. I would be really bad. And she goes, I mean, I said I would be good once I was in it, but you wouldn't be uh, able to hardly rely on me. So I just, no, I can't. Let's not be brutally honest. Well, I mean, I'm not being brutally. I was, you know, we said it in a joking way. I love her. It's Melanie Stevens. She's awesome. It's okay, hilarious. number eight, be sure to get enough sleep. So- 
try to skip the all-nighters. You may be a person that is like, okay, I'm going to pull an all-nighter and then I'm going to wrap presents and I'm going to do this and I'm going to stay up late making the cookies and just completely exhaust yourself and mess up your circadian rhythms with your sleep cycle. It's not worth it. Be jacked up for days. It really isn't. It's not worth it. Try to, and I'll go into a little bit more later on some other things, but just try to get your sleep. Just stay with your sleep cycle. Stay hydrated. Have you ever been to the mall shopping all day and then you just realize hours have gone by and you haven't gotten a water? Are you asking me? Yeah. If I go to the mall, I go get what I get and I get home. Do you I would know- not be doing enough at the mall to need water. We have shopped at the mall for th- items where we're shopping for hours and then we realize, oh my gosh, we haven't drank hardly any water because we didn't have our water bottle with us. And then we're just like emphatically thirsty. I don't take my water bottle to the mall because that would insinuate I'm going to be there long enough to drink it. Oh my gosh, whatever. Anyway, just stay hydrated. Never leave like home you. without your water bottle. Her daughter left hers this morning and on the way here, we had to go drop it off. Yes, I have a refillable water. I always keep my fresh water in there. It's super important. Drink half your body weight in ounces. So you it's have actually not that hard once you get a rhythm on it. It's really not. When yeah, you gotta get into yeah, the think habit. about it. They say every fifteen minutes, a few sips of water. And came in here and got a twenty ounce bottle of water and had some this morning. Is that, that's not twenty ounces. I'm sorry. It's sixteen point seven. Oh, okay. Well. No, sixteen point nine. So half your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 140 pounds, then 70 ounces of water is what you need to just maintain your body. And that's what your body needs. When you're exercising and you're drinking water, that water doesn't count. The water does not count. So 70 or half your body weight in ounces. Water helps also remove toxins. So that's good. Okay. Limit alcohol. Alcohol impairs thinking. It causes mood swings, whether you like to admit that or not. I don't care if you're getting drunk or not. A few alcoholic beverages and then you couple that with it being high sugar, you're going to have some mood swings the next day. Examine yourself. Like Think about it. Think about how your mood is the next day after you've drank some alcohol. It raises your blood pressure. It brings on some poor social judgment. Ricky may be looking good at the Christmas party, but he wasn't looking good across the cubicle on Friday. He wasn't looking good until the Christmas party. So I don't know. I came up with the name Ricky. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go right to Ricky Bobby. So it changes things. That you, statement changes things. I'm sorry. <laughs> it decreases your concentration. You are, I promise you're not going to focus as well the next day. It also slows fat metabolism. So many people eat so healthy, they work out so hard, and they drink a lot. And if they were to stop drinking, you would experience an entirely new level of fitness and health. It removes so much of the inflammation in your body. A little bit of alcohol is okay. If you really want to go for some light alcohol, then go for like vodka, sparkling water, flavor it with like lemon or lime, and then do the one-to-one rule. Do you know the one-to-one rule, Trey? Can you guess? You've done it. I I would prefer everything be one-on-one. One-to-one. Well, I don't particularly know that. So it would be one alcoholic beverage to one glass of water. So basically, every time you drink a glass of water, you get one more alcoholic beverage. Okay. So So the more water I drink, the more alcohol I can drink? If you could possibly fit that in, but no, you have a limit. Well, I prefer the tequila, Topo Chico, and lime. Okay. 
Do you do uh, the tahine on it? Uh, sometimes. Okay. But that's my go-to because it's very low calories. The um, tequila tastes good and it's simple and easy. Okay. All right. Take your vitamins. Don't forget your supplements, your vitamins, your antioxidants, things like that. These will help keep your immune system strong. Your vitamin C, your antioxidant, which is your D, anti- your C. Your vitamin D, which is your vitamin D3 is really, really, really important, especially as you're not in the sun as much and your zinc. So the zinc stops a virus from replicating. So you really need to have your zinc, 50 milligrams, always take that with food. You can take quercetin. So bioactive quercetin is really great to take with your zinc. Quercetin is an antioxidant that is in fruits and vegetables, but the quercetin helps activate the zinc. So the zinc doesn't work as good if you don't have the quercetin. So C- Kind of like activate each other? Yeah, they do. So C, D3, zinc, those are super important. And then of course your antioxidant supplements, Trey and I, we've talked about it before, Ningxia Red, we stand by that hands down. It's a drink. And then of course your multivitamin and omegas. So then at night you could take your magnesium, calcium, these things just, they really do help your body. And it's all the things that you would normally get nutrition, but because our diets aren't the way they should be and our nutrients isn't as more as well abundant in our Mm -hmm. food, then we have to supplement. So take action. This is number 12. Try not to procrastinate. That is the biggest form of stress is procrastination. And Trey and I are the worst. Starting Monday, baby. (laughs) How many times have we finished up Christmas like Christmas Eve? I mean, more times than I can even count. I don't think we've not done that. This year? Oh, we're going to do it this year? No, this year. This is the year? This is the year. 21 years. This is the year. I'm going to have presents wrapped under the tree before Thanksgiving. (laughs) Seriously, I'm going to (laughs) have presents wrapped under the tree before Thanksgiving. So that is going to relieve a huge stress. I want to go to church on Christmas Eve and go out to dinner. And I don't want to have to worry about making sure everybody's got like the same amount of presents and all that junk. So Hey, I'm following your lead, my dear. Okay. So we're not going to procrastinate. Breathe and smile. And if somebody doesn't have a smile, give them yours. <laughs> That's number 13. The voice. Smiling is wonderful. It is the most cliche thing, but it is contagious. It is. It's contagious. I know my smile is very contagious to you. You have a beautiful smile. Thanks. My parents paid a lot for my braces. <laughs> I didn't have braces. I have a nice smile without them. Well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> that you actually, you do have a beautiful smile, but... And you are lucky that you didn't have braces, though. I had that butterfly apparatus. Oh, like Avery? Yeah, I actually sucked my thumb. And I had... uh, (laughs) Smiling's my favorite. (laughs) I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. We watched uh, Home Alone last night. And River... Oh, he cracked up. He laughed so hard. River's our five-year-old. He laughed so hard that he peed his pants. He did. He did. He peed his pants. And then Evan was sitting next to him on the couch. And he's like, Rever, no. And he jumps up off the couch and there's a little... St- <laughs> he oh was gosh. laughing, clapping his hands, hitting his legs. He was laughing so hard. Oh, and so we cute. were laughing at him because we've seen Home Alone a thousand times. But when you see somebody else see it for the first time and laugh at all the places that you thought were funny too, and he's only five, it's like, you get it, dude. You know, I have to say... If you've ever thought about having the extra child, but there's a big age gap, don't be afraid by it because the age gap is so much fun. When you have two close together or two or three or whatever close together, it's kind of a big whirlwind. And we did all these things with the older kids. And now they basically get to do it again 
if we didn't have river, there would be no reason to do it again. They'd be like, oh, nah. but because we have river and they love him, it's their little brother. There's yep. a seven year age gap. So we got 14, 12 and five. So they love to do it because they love to see mm-hmm. the joy on river's face. They see it with the joy for river, but they're also seeing it in more of an, an older, mature eyes. And so they're catching on to some of the adult jokes and the new things that come Oh, through. yeah. They're catching some of the adult <laughs> jokes, hilarious. especially from you Cri- see their faces Christmas like, story. Oh, that's what they meant by that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, too? Kids that are 12 and 14 years old, they're still kids. They're still little kids. And part of their brain like still wants to be like a little kid. And then the other part wants to be mature. If we didn't have the five-year-old, it wouldn't... It takes away that childhood earlier. It would. They get a chance to kind of... Do it again a little bit. It's kind of Be cool. okay with being a kid because once that line's crossed, it's hard to go back. Okay. Pamper yourself. Number 14. Okay. I don't know pamper about you. Pamper yourself. I like this one. I don't know about you, but when I go Christmas shopping, you know, I see some things from myself <laughs> and you just kind of slip that on in. Well, Trey's Aunt Lindy, what she would do is she would buy herself presents and it would say to Lindy from Lindy and she would immediately wrap them and then put them under the tree. And then we'd be like, okay, we got one for Mandy. We got Trey's here right here. And oh, here's Lindy's uh, from Lindy. Okay. And then here's another one from Lindy to Lindy. Okay. All right. That's yours. And she's like, Ooh, what is this? What is this? Because she'd forget. <laughs> so if you start buying for yourself soon enough, you'll forget what they are. I mean, I forget my own kids presents and I bought them the day before. We wrapped them. But if you buy your own presents, Mm -hmm. you know you're going to like them because you bought them. It's perfect. And then you get your own presents under the tree. It's amazing. Okay, be intentional in what you're doing and what you want to do and who you want to spend time with and how you want to feel. Be clear about what your priorities are for the season. We know that we want to go to the Christmas Eve service. We want to spend some time with the family. And we've already set that intention. And we're going to make sure it happens because... We've set the intention. Ask for support if you need it. Don't be afraid to say, hey, I need some help. Ask a friend to come over. Be like, hey, I just volunteered a thousand cookies for the ladies association at the church and I really need help. Call a friend or a neighbor over and say, hey, could you come and help me or just sit and keep me company? Something. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Take a break from the social events. If you don't want to go, just don't go. Don't make it so stressful and where you're just constantly people, people, especially if you're an extrovert personality or if you're an introvert personality. Sorry. If you're an introvert, then you like events, but you need to have your time to recharge, right? And an extrovert, they recharge when they go to the event. So that's kind of you. You charge up when you go to the event. You're like so excited. (laughs) By the end of the event, like- I'm done. No, by the end of the event, I'm done. I'm the one that's done because I'm the introvert. I'm an outgoing introvert. We're both outgoing, but you're an extrovert and I'm an introvert. Make a holiday gratitude list. Write down the things that you're thankful for. Oh, this is a huge one. So I keep a journal in my Christmas decoration box. And every year as I'm putting up my Christmas decorations, I write myself a letter and I put the date on it and I tell myself what I want the next year to be like or what I hope it will be. And I write a little bit about what the year was before. See, Christmas decorations come down after Christmas. So I'm putting it up and it's going up for an entire year. And then I pull it out the next year. And it's really, really fun to read your letter and to see where you were. Yep. It's the coolest thing ever. I also like to put money in my pockets and my jackets. Like just a couple of bucks or something. 
<laughs> or a little bottle of essential oil. And is, I'm like, is that Ew. your, is that your present? Is that your Amy to Amy? Yes, exactly. And ditch the perfection mentality. That's number 20. Ditch the perfection mentality. Nothing is going to be perfect. It's never going to work out the way that you have it in your head. That's right. It's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Always. So that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. Do you have anything to add, Trey? Well, since we didn't mention Lindy, she's my aunt and my mom's sister, and she had a triple bypass two nights ago, and she's doing well. But if you could keep her in your prayers, and you know, one thing about these types of situations is they bring family together, and it happens to be during the holidays. So I am looking forward to spending that time with our family and enjoying that time because it only comes around once a year. That's what I'd like to end with. Well, thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.